Intel, your favorite semiconductor company, has some nice and I want to say some not nice updates that have come out in the past few days. On today's episode, I want to take a closer look. As we can see, Intel is up roughly 3.7% as I am recording. We're going to take a closer look at why in today's episode. All right, so the first great news in my opinion has to do with this power via and this is something that's going to be great for intel's manufacturing business but also for their own chip design so let's kind of explain a little bit of what the problem was here in semiconductors and then let's take a closer look at how intel seems to say that they are ahead of their competitors especially players like samsung and tsmc when it comes to manufacturing of chips so let's learn about the problem. Today and for the past many decades, power and signal lines with transistor architectures have competed for the same resources. And right now, Intel is now kind of separating that, right? They're keeping the signal line in theory on the top and they're separating the power into the back end right so that's just the kind of the easy way to understand that back then when kind of designing a chip you have to kind of create two routes you had to create the route for power and you also also had to create the power for signal because they were two routes they would kind of fight over the space so what intel has created is kind of separated the two where a signal is now only in one side and kind of the power is on another side and they do mention by separating the two chips can increase performance and energy efficiency and deliver better results for customers and intel like i mentioned on june 5th said that they were the first to implement backside power in a product like chip resulting in over 90 percent cell utilization and other gains and this power via even though they're just kind of testing it right now this is not going to be introduced until intel's 20a process and below and that's expected to be in the first half of 2024 we're only in what 2023 right now i can't believe i had to kind of see that um, but a year from now is when we're really going to start to see this and like i mentioned this solves a growing issue of that interconnect bottlenecks in area scaling by moving power routing to the backside of a wafer so it's pretty great news uh, like i mentioned something that hasn't really happened around in the semiconductor market intel like i mentioned is the first to do it and this can definitely be very bullish for their foundry business right because if no other player but i'm pretty sure other players are in the manufacturing are going to be able to do this one way or another um but if intel is the first to do it they will be able to kind of have an incentive for maybe some semiconductor companies to go to Intel for their manufacturing. They do mention that PowerVIA is well ahead of competitors' backside power solutions, giving chip designers, including Intel Foundry service customers, a faster path to valuable energy and performance gains in their products. So I want to say that's the first good news for Intel. I personally believe that is pretty amazing. It kind of just showcased the strength of Intel. I know even I joke around like a lot right now where Intel is your favorite semiconductor company. But I always say there's always hope for this giant. And we continue to see that they are moving in the right direction. The real question is, are all these advances going to be enough for them to kind of be able to grab market share in the foundry business in the future? The other thing is, right, this power via is also going to be used on their semiconductor solutions as well, on their chips. And how is this going to improve their performance against maybe some of their competitors like AMD? So I believe this is great news. I'm happy to see this. We are going to learn a lot more about this later on. I do want to say there is a caveat to here. This isn't 
this is kind of tested individually. Um, Intel to kind of really push into this development of PowerVIA, they kind of separated it from their transistor development. Uh, so they kind of did, the, they're, they're solving multiple problems at once. They solved one problem. I do believe in the future, they're going to have to find a way to kind of put these two solutions that they're working on together. And that might be another battle within itself. But right now, at least things are going in the right direction. But before we go any further, if you are enjoying the episode, please make sure to hit the thumbs up. Make sure to hit the subscribe button as it does help me a lot. I am trying to hit 30,000 subscribers and hopefully you guys can help me get there. If you want to learn more about the semiconductor market, make sure to join my membership. And finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. The second thing we do have here for Intel is there are reports that Intel is offloading some more stake from its mobile buy um, entity, right? Uh, Intel still owns a big portion of mobile I, even though mobile I did kind of did an IPO earlier last year um, or, or late last year. So there are reports that the company is selling roughly $1.5 billion and to everybody's surprise, even with that $1.5 billion sales, it is reported that the company will still retain roughly 88% of the company's ownership. So this is definitely Intel's kind of money piggy bank right now, right? So Intel, if they need some money, they don't really have to kind of grab too much debt at the moment. They have this really big company that has a market cap of $33.7 billion on valuation, and they're able to kind of offset some shares and, and sell some stake and be able to still um, to grab money and at the same time still remain owner, uh, still have some ownership in this growing business of mobile eye. Uh, so I think that's a great move. It, 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 some investors might kind of see it as worrisome. Hey, why is Intel trying to kind of build so much money so quickly? $1.5 billion is a lot. Another thing is Intel might be a bit optimistic right now. We can see the stock price has almost from its from its 52-week low, the stock price has gone up over 61%. Uh, so maybe Intel might just be a little bit opportunist where they're kind of selling some shares because of the valuation right now. So I think that's great news for Intel. Uh, those are the two main news really affecting the company right now. And I think they are, even though I'm not an Intel shareholder, I think the company is heading in the right direction, at least with these two news. Now, the other thing I want to take a closer look at is probably bad news for Intel. So in, uh, yesterday, Apple had their event and they kind of showcased a lot of different products. One of the products that they showcase is the strength of their silicone, right? Apple is designing their own chips. And yesterday, they finally cut off Intel completely. So Intel's chips were still going in the most, most powerful computers that Mac uh, that Apple had. But yesterday, Apple released the M2 Ultra, and the M2 Ultra is now the strongest chip ever uh, that Apple has created. They also say it's the strongest chip for consumer electronic computer, um, and they are going to now use it on their Mac Pro, and they finally completed a full utilization of Apple Silicon only. So this is pretty interesting. Um, like I mentioned, this M2 Ultra is their own system on chip, uh, and this is being built 
under a second generation five nanometer process. And this is pretty much where most CPUs like AMD Ryzen right now um, are being built in the five nanometer node. So this is pretty cool. I do wanna say it showcased the strength of Apple and how much they really pushed into designing their own chips. Uh, I think this was definitely a downfall from Intel. Intel was not growing as fast and they weren't innovating as fast that it made Apple kind of do, a, 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 it forced Apple's hands to kind of go and develop their own chips to kind of create the kind of performance that they needed. Uh, so I do want to say it's a huge up for Apple. They're bringing this Apple M2 Ultra to their Mac Studio and to their Mac Pro. Their M2 and their M2 Max are already in some of the other chips, um, in, in some of the other laptops and, 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 Mac Pro, and MacBooks that Apple has. So the reason why I believe this might be bad news for Intel is unfortunately right now we are in this weak PC market. But not only that, the PC market in general has really, especially for Intel in forms of processors, only really has one true competitor, AMD. But now thanks to Apple really focusing on creating their own chips, they are kind of becoming a big player here in the processor side for the PC market. I mean, if we take a closer look at this IDC document uh, or report that came out on April of 2023, we can see that Apple has roughly in the first quarter of 2023, roughly 7% of the market share in forms of PC shipments. And that means roughly 7% of Apple Silicon is out there for PC shipments in the quarter one of 2023. So we can see Apple is definitely a big player. So now Intel, who tends to have the market share here in, in processors in the PC market, now there's I believe they're going to have a, a huge battle against them with two competitors. I do believe they have the possibility that they will continue to lose market share to AMD in the PC market. And now we can see that, hey, because Apple is creating some amazing chips, they might also lose some more market share from Apple as well, which can be very, very bad news for uh, Intel overall, right? Because the consumer and the processor market is very, very important for them. I do want to say this M2 Ultra is not is probably not that huge of a deal. This M2 Ultra is going to go on computers that are over $6,000. So I don't think the market share is going to be crazy there, but it's more just the overall thesis that apple is producing some great chips so as they continue to provide great chips for their lower end products that are in the thousands and kind of similar to pcs and laptops then apple will continue to grab market share so maybe the m2 ultra is not one that will completely dominate the market there because of the huge price point but again it just showcases the strength that apple and their engineers have in the silicon space um, just going to continue here. One more thing about Apple. I mean, Apple, we can see their huge growth in semiconductor manufacturing and semiconductor chip design, which I should say um, in their new kind of vision computation or their VR AR glasses, they do have the M2 and then they design their own R1 chip as well, uh, which helps for other purposes. Again, uh, I'll probably do another video on the R1 and maybe take a closer look with Meta and Facebook instead, uh, because I do believe that's better to kind of do a, a Meta video there. Uh, but we can see Apple is definitely a true player in the semiconductor space right now. So let me know what you guys think. Are you guys bullish in Intel right now? Do you believe Apple will completely dominate the PC market? Or, or do you think companies like AMD and Intel have nothing to worry from Apple? Uh, take care, have a good day, and see you next time.